The Morning Brew is brought to you by West Rock Coffee. It's time for your morning brew. Grab a cup of joe and get caught up on everything you need to know. Here's Schlereth and Evans. Penalties, that's something we got to hold everybody accountable to. Uh, we point them out. We talk about it. We put presentations up there. But in the end, you know, sometimes it, it's a it's a crazy game and things happen. But we just got to be sure that everybody understands we can't hurt the team. We can't have those self-inflicted wounds. So we'll be sure to hold all the guys very accountable for their actions and all the things that they're doing just because we want to eliminate that stuff and stop hurting ourselves. So the Denver Broncos, currently the most penalized team in the NFL, with 70 penalties for 600 yards. Number one in both categories. Guess who's number two in both categories? God, we can't shake this team. Seattle actually is number two. Really? Most penalized team doesn't seem in to the NFL. Affect, it doesn't affect them as much, though. No. So, Nathaniel Hackett says, enough's enough. Uh-huh. Enough of these shenanigans. Yeah. No more penalties. From this point forward, we hold people accountable. How? <laughs> I love that answer. Yeah. <laughs> what are you going to take away? Yeah, please. I got to punish them. Hey, guys, please, please don't. I mean, you don't punish your receivers for not throwing blocks. So I, I don't know how you're going to. You tell me how you're going to how you're going to punish guys. Well, the only way you can really punish a guy is playing time. But these guys right. know with injuries and everything like this, they're like, who are they going to turn to instead of me? If you're not going to punish a guy. Playing time wise, well, that's the other thing. You don't have a depth enough to punish exactly, a guy. Exactly. Exactly. So, who, who are you gonna, Tyree Cleveland's going to replace? You know, you, that, that's the guy that's going to replace Gordon Sutton. You say, hey, we've already paid Gordon Sutton. Like that. That. That's the issue. You don't have the depth, and, and so you could. I mean, I don't know what you can do other than you know public shaming. I guess you could do that. Shame some guys publicly. But like a, like a public flogging? Yeah. It's not a bad idea. Public floggings. Right. Just get up on the mic and just start dog cussing dudes. <laughs> That'll go over well. Yeah, I think that That'll would go be, over really well. I think that would be good. Next so. on the uh, Morning Brew. We've we got to go in here. we got to find ways to win games. It's not good enough just to be... Uh, you know, like good, we got to be great and we got to find ways to sustain being great the second half of the season, especially with the schedule the way it is. <laughs> Left unsaid by Justin Simmons, our defense needs to be great because our offense stinks. Come on. And and you know why I feel confident saying that? Because did you see how Jalen Ramsey went off on the uh, Rams offense yesterday? No, I did not. Yeah. He just came out and said, He's, he's sick of the uh, Rams' offense stinking mm. and costing him wins. What? Well, Jalen I mean, Ramsey on the Rams' fourth quarter performance, giving up the game-winning touchdown to Tom Brady. "Quote: The defense should not have had to go back on the field. Simple. Yeah, Ooh. that's the way to take responsibility. <laughs> well, they're, they're a mess. Well, I get it." You know, don't point the finger, pull the thumb and all that, but he's being honest. Yeah, yeah. If you're a Rams fan, you'd be like, this offense stinks. It does it's stink. killing the defense. It does. Same things we say here. Yeah, it does stink. But you know what, Jalen Ramsey, you're given another opportunity to make a stop, and you guys you guys don't protect the sideline. You give up a big, you know, you be a seam route to a tight end. 
that puts you in a position with 50 seconds left, you can't make a play? I mean, you bite on play. You bite, you're in shotgun. You guys, I don't even understand. With Tom Brady, you bite on some play action or something? Come on. Stop. Like, stop. stop. Yeah, they do stink. You're right. They do. Absolutely. And that's how the... Broncos defense looks. By the way, it makes me feel it makes me feel good. I like I take a certain perverse pleasure in you know in the Rams just stinking it up. You know why? Because they gave up all their offensive linemen. Yeah, I I get I have a perverse pleasure in oh it's all about the quarterback. You know the the D Max of the world standing on a soapbox so they can be you know a little taller five eleven. And it's a giant soapbox. And then they're, they're stomping on their, you know, they're stomping their feet, basically saying, it's all about, if you just have to have a quarterback, you just, that's all you need is a quarterback. If you just have a quarterback and you got to get him in the top five or the top ten, if you get it to, you get it. Stop it. It just it doesn't work that way. Yeah, I like it noted. This is Mark Slayer, not Mike Evans. I'm Mark Slayer. I'm just letting so you when know. when you start your two o'clock show with your, your rant against the morning show, make sure you... I, all you, I'm, you referenced right. the correct all person here this, this time. Allen all I'm saying, correct. all I'm saying, is yes, DMac is 100 percent right. You've got to have a quarterback. You got it, but you know what? What Denver proves right now? Well, you better have a complete team, and you better put that quarterback in positions to win. Next on the morning, bro. You know, we, we never did that before. Um, there was resistance to that, so we didn't do that before. But this, all of those elements together, and then let's go back to the trust word again. You know, Shane says something to Gino. He's not doubting it. He's just going with it. And so there's a real immediate flow, and that, that accelerates all the process. You're, wow. This is the first time you heard this. Yeah. I can tell. This is the first time. Pete wow. Carroll, on with Brock Heward and Mike Salk uh, yesterday. Yeah. We'll have Brock on at 745. He just he can't help himself. Just no. Just taking, I, at first I thought a thinly veiled, no way, that's just an obvious pot shot at Russell Wilson. Come on, Pete. It's, let it go, man. No, wait, it's his truth. And he's been putting, and, he, and he's been dealing with it for years. That's his, that is his truth. You could say whatever you want, but... It's, there's essentially a trust factor that he says wasn't there. There's a questioning factor that wasn't there. There's you have a, to do it with, with throwing Russ under the bus? Huh? I mean, come on. That was, he knew exactly what he was doing. Yeah. Well, what, he knew exactly uh, okay, the message so he was trying to convey. Would, okay, why? Why? So all, why do you have to do it? All, what, what was the, do we know what the question was? Like, yeah, you just explain why this is working so well. What? Why Geno Smith is playing so well? Okay, so talk I, about the, the 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 combination of him and Shane Waldron, the okay. offense coordinator. Why, why okay, is it working? So, okay, so let's role play. You ready? Sure. I'm going to ask you, and you're going to be Pete Carroll. Okay. okay. I'm pumped and jacked right now. All right. So, Pete, what's the difference been? Why is the offense operating, and why is Geno Smith operating? It's such a high level right now. Because he and Shane Waldron are really working well together. That's all you have to say. Unlike last year why, when uh, Russell Wilson and... Why, so, why, uh, why do you have to say that? Assert, see, you're still implying that it wasn't that way. Before. There's still an implication just because of the situation that we've been in. Come on. He was looking and he is looking for... He's taking a victory lap. Every oh, chance listen, he can. There is, no, there is absolutely no question. But you know what? 
he had to do the opposite for 10 years or eight years or whatever it was that, that, you know, when Russell Wilson became Russell Wilson. And so now he feels vindicated. And uh, listen, human nature to it. Don't you, don't you, when you, when you make well, a correct prediction, don't you want to take a little victory the, the lap? Part, the, I know the part of you that, that always is honest by saying, uh, I'm a good loser. I'm a terrible winner. Yep. That's, that's Pete. That's Pete. Yeah. 100%. That's Pete. 100%. Uh, Nuggets got a win last night, went into San Antonio. I think that's a really impressive win because even though San Antonio's bad, it was one of those home and home yeah, where you Plus, know, you had a coach against Pop. Right. Yeah. Michael Malone, back to back wins over the sainted, Legendary Greg Popovich. Right. Where are all the nuggets? We need to fire Michael Malone yeah. people. Right Malone now. just went 2 and 0 back to back against Greg Popovich. Yes. Michael I mean, Malone haters kind of quiet right yeah. now. If if, if 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 Greg Popovich coached the Nuggets, would we go undefeated this year? Oh, we'd never lose a game. Right. Ever, which would be a new record by the way. Yeah. That'd be a new record. That'll do it for the Morning Brew.